All right, put in your own kazoo sound here. Welcome, everybody, to episode 14 of I the forgot. All... I think it's 14. <laughs> it's weird because we're recording everything in, out of order. Uh, of the All You Can Hear podcast. If you can't tell, I'm a little stopped up right now, but I'm here, and I am one of your four co-hosts, Tanner, and with me, as per usual, we have Colt. Yeah, yeah. We have Cody. Uh-huh. We have Wenzel. Since Tanner is sick... We'll need a new heir to the AYCH fortune. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas. Here's all the money in red. Here you need you to go. write your will. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Please give, and, uh, give everything yeah, you own t- to my dog, Lucas. I hate Lucas. No. <laughs> he bar- He almost bit Jonathan the other day. He, hey, like... Let's just go over what Lucas has done wrong in the past month. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he nothing. peed on Wenzel last time Wenzel... When I yeah, that wasn't tonight. last month. He peed... It was... It was in June. That was last month, dog. Yeah, it wasn't was in the last month. It was. <laughs> he almost peed on me. He peed right by the floor. Like, it was yeah. like one of those oh, vines gosh. where people... You like, got lucky. Yeah, I did get lucky. He cares he about you. That's why me. he didn't pee Apparently on Apparently, he's almost bit Jonathan. He has bit Jonathan. Jonathan was asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> Just by walking in our house. Yeah, that's what but it. But anyways, today, we're here to talk about something, I think, near and dear to all our hearts. We're going to be talking about Adult Swim. We're going to be talking about Toonami, just kind of how it has shaped us, kind of like a retrospective, because you can't tell we're recording this podcast three weeks in advance, and it's kind of weird talking about current events three weeks in advance, and then coming out three weeks later, it's like, wow, they're so late on that. But yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to do this podcast because, well, first of all, Rick and Morty, uh, when this podcast comes out, would have come out yesterday on June or July the 30th. So if for some reason that doesn't come out on July 30th, this podcast was supposed to be about that. However, we wanted it to go a little bit in depth uh, dealing with uh, Toonami um, and Adult Swim. And I've got, by the way, I've got, if Tanner starts speaking in the background and I don't I forget to turn him back up, Tanner, you just you just hit me up. Yeah, I'll give you a uh, hand signal. You yeah, I'll give you a hand yeah, signal. Cause, uh, because uh, nobody wants sniffles. Yeah, Tanner's sick, and we got two days till food trip, according to this podcast. But you will already hear about the food trip by the time. Anyways, uh, turning Tanner down. Um, <clears throat> so we're talking about the Toonami and Adult Swim podcast, or, or we're talking about Toonami and Adult Swim. Uh, a lot of our inspiration comes from uh, the fact that we grew, we all grew up with both Toonami and Adult Swim. They're both very near and dear to our hearts. Um, one of the more in, in, one of the interesting things about a year ago, we started watching someone named Captain Christian on YouTube, and he does these great little video essays around specific things. Um, why he did one on uh, Adult Swim first, and then Toonami later on, and both of them have brought back a lot of nostalgia and made a lot made us realize just how influential both of these uh, pro- programming blocks had on our lives and it's crazy how now they are merged together so we just want to talk about tsunami today and uh have a little have a great little time doing that anybody want to have a comment to that uh <laughs> well i love tsunami i love adult swim <laughs> uh, yeah uh so I-, I guess i'll start out with some little trivia here so tsunami first mar- start out with tsunami here we're going to talk about it for a little bit tsunami launched March 7th, 1997, so that makes it 20 years old this year, which is crazy to think about. Um, there's different eras of Toonami, and uh, so with different eras, you have different sort of people who hosted it, technically. Um, you had some, uh, you had from 1997 to 99, you had Moltar, which I'm not incredibly sure, I believe Moltar was from... Uh, uh, the, um, it, it was a... Space Ghost. Yeah. Space Ghost, yeah. And they used him because he had no mouth animation. It was easier to animate him because you couldn't... He didn't have a mouth to move, and he would just nod his head, right. and they'd voice it. 
I remember yeah. that. Uh, well, actually, I, I mean, I know for uh, after watching Captain Christian, uh, also like when Turner got all and Cartoon Network got all the animations. I know the animation team used to just reuse old animations of like, and that's how Space Ghost was made, obviously. So I wonder. I mean, I guess just because it was so easy and so cheap to do, that's why they used well. They had Moltar for two years. Well, the thing is, that was that was mostly for Adult Swim. Toonami yeah. didn't use that, but they did have the rights to Moltar himself because yeah. they uh, they've owned the Hanna Barbera collection, or Turner had the rights to the Hanna Barbera collection, and so they had tried to do something like Toonami before in the two years prior. And uh, in the early days, they, they it was basically the same as those two things. I forgot what they were called. But um, they mostly focused on the older cartoons from like the 1980s and mid uh, early 90s and mid 90s, uh, like Voltron with Thundercats. Uh, Big O. There was well, this is not Toonami. Uh, this is oh. this is this is pre Toonami and then into the first era of Toonami. I thought Big O. Oh. Big O did uh, did not appear on Toonami. Fun fact: it appeared on Adult Swim. Yeah. Um, because it was a more adult oriented. Uh, so you hit then you had play, things like uh. Coming up in this era, you had things like Sailor Moon, DBZ, uh, some of the Gundams popped up. But as you go on, um, Moltar went to the back burner. In 1999 to 2000, there was the Tom One era, which I believe was voiced by the same guy who voiced Krillin. Um, and this was uh, Tom. You, we don't really, re- I know we don't remember it, uh, Colt and I, because we didn't get Cartoon Network as a channel until like. 2000 and uh about 2003 ish 2004 ish um 2000 in 2000 2003 you had tom 2 so tom 1 had this like little round belly he was short kind of like a little chibi type robot Mm -hmm. tom 2 he was looking uh Closer to what we know, what our favorite Tom was, which was and Tom 3. he was voiced by one of the best right. voice actors of all time, Steve Bloom. Tom 3 came out 2003 to 2007 with Steve Bloom as the voice. And 2007-2008, Tom 4 era was had a huge shift in the way he looked. He almost yeah. looked like Thomas the Train, in a way. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I feel like that's part of the reason why Toonami's ratings went down, and that's right. what led to its cancellation right. for however long it was canceled It for. definitely did can't yeah. get canceled. And, uh, but then it was revived by Adult Swim and is now integrated with Adult Swim to this day um, uh, as Tom, Tom 5. But from 2012 to 2013, there was a small era where Tom 3 came back, and they called it the Tom 3.5 era. And uh, that's really interesting to go into that. Um, I uh, I know that we we share a lot of memories of Tom three. Uh, I know Colt and I do. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. And uh, there was a lot of times where you know there was different shows. I, re- I there were so many different shows, and this was this was the block that got me into anime as a whole. And I remember Colt got into his first manga because of this too. I don't even remember what it was. Rave Master. Oh yeah. I oh, I remember Rave Master. I was looking up the prices of the volumes the other day. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's crazy? Cause I I'm like you guys. I I got in doing like the Tom three era. Cause I remember the first thing I outside of Dragon Ball Z, and I think Dragon Ball Z was its own creature. And also what I mean, I guess Dragon Ball Z was Adult Swim because it came on every night for a while on Cartoon yeah. Network. Um, it might have started on Toonami, but I know when I got into it because they would show two episodes back-to-back on weeknights. Toonami was like every night. It was every night, 5 p.m. is when it would start, and it would end around 9. Yeah, I remember because back when I lived in California, mm-hmm. 
I was like, yeah. No, Toonami didn't go every night. Toonami uh-uh. no. was always was like a Saturday thing. Yeah, it was only Saturday nights. Yeah. It's only Saturday nights currently on Adult Swim. Oh, so uh, to, I kept it the same. I don't remember. I feel like it was every night. I feel no. like it was, too, because I remember coming back every day from school. If it wasn't Toonami, they had anime. No, they definitely had an anime block, because I remember oh. on the anime block, they had, like, One Piece and stuff like that. But that was, like, the four kids dub. Like, it, there was, like, no blood or anything. They would show that, like, after school. That would It was, like, One Piece... Code Lyoko. Oh, yes, you're right. There was, there was, so obviously that we've got ourselves kind of confused here, but I think you're definitely right. There was time periods in which it would happen like around 3 or 4 p.m. where they would have their own Toonami blocks. Yes. Yes. But was it called Toonami? Was it marketed as Toonami? Yeah, it had Tom and everything. Yeah, I I remember that. I I remembered that. But I think they were, I think in those blocks they showed reruns of shows. It was only on the Saturday nights that they show that they went. The new stuff. They went entire nights with the new stuff that yeah. blended that towards the end of Toonami's era uh, began to blend into the Adult Swim stuff. Um, I think they had a co- I, I forgot which one it was, but there was a show that did a crossover that was right. I think it was uh, there was I know a crossover between um, between Primetime and Toonami, and that was Bo 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 Bo. That was the See, one of the only shows that was uh, considered on both Toonami and the regular showing times huh. and then towards the i think there was a few other shows that that did start spreading out uh over the course of both adult swim and tsunami does it remember that little show with the little fucker that looked like a puppet it was a puppet that was <laughs> uh, zatch bell yeah dog. zatch bell zatch bell i love that show. zatch bell was awesome that, is, that show every time i saw it i gotta know because i was like this is so boring that was the only re okay fun fact here so you know <laughs> zatch bell the the I get. I guess the blonde little puppet was called Zatch Bell, and that's why the show was called Zatch Bell. I don't. Again, this is like a decade plus ago at this point. But his favorite fish was yellowtail. That's what got me to try sushi. Was one day I went to an abachi uh, grill really? and I ordered yellowtail sushi. Come like I'm about to be anime as fuck. Well, I'm sorry. So, and, uh, <laughs> it, it was awesome, but no, I thought that show was. I thought it had a great premise and everything. I mean, I, 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 I have still to this day I have no idea what the ending yeah. was. I don't like. I don't know. It just really. It didn't attract my interest. I don't know what I would, it was. I would, hell, I would say go back and try to watch it again and see what happens. Yeah, no, that probably is a good idea. It, it is an anime. Uh, it's in the it's an anime in the realm of like Yu-Gi-Oh and things like that. It's one of those types of animes that was meant to spawn some sort of collection something or yeah. another. Yeah. Um, so that was the other interesting thing you said about sushi. This w- Toonami itself, okay, so we all are a bunch of dudes from Alabama Toonami was our gateway into... Hold on, Wenzel was born in Japan. Oh, gosh, I was born in Japan, stayed in California for a few years, then moved down to Florida for like a year, then finally came to Alabama, and that's... How long have you been in Alabama? Since 2003. Oh, so you've lived here for... All my life. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so uh, that, that was one of the things that Tanner was just mentioning, was the fact that... Um, Toonami was our gateway to a world like we I remember we didn't have uh, really like Japanese restaurants around Tuscaloosa growing up we we were where we're from we grew up uh, in, we had Chinese buffet we had it we did have a we did have a Chinese buffet but there was no, actually had two Oh yeah, yeah we, we did, did have two at there one point. There used to be one where uh where Full Moon is now. There used to be one right there. Oh, oh yeah. In the early 2000s. Holy shit, I forgot yeah. about that one. You totally could forget about it, but like you Tornado. think about stuff that was there pre-tornado, it's like, you know, Milo's used to be on the other side of the road and now it's like or on the other side of town, but now it's all the right. way over there by the, the dying cable. Yeah, Hobby Lobby used to be uh over there 
Yeah, Hobby Lobby, Chuck E. Cheese used to be over there. Yeah, now it's at Tuesday mornings. Now it's like Hobby Lobby's all the way northport, and Chuck E. Cheese is in Midtown. Yeah, yeah. Tornado, tornado. If no one uh, from Tuscaloosa knows, the tornado uh, that happened on April twenty seventh, twenty eleven, kind of literally rearranged our entire city. Yeah, the whole. It kind of did it for the best. Uh, that's a whole lot of bag of worms, but uh, (laughs) I mean, economic. I mean, obviously, huge tragedy, but like Tuscaloosa would be. It was it was definitely in dire straits. If not like everything got destroyed, and they were like, "Well, we kind of need to pick up with the 21st century." Because I mean, it was a very 90s oriented town, like into the 2010s. Yeah, it definitely yeah. didn't. It definitely was. It, it spawned growth. It kind of cut down on some of the housing and allowed for more apartments and things like that. It, there's a lot that goes into it. It's it's a very complicated and delicate situation because, like, we weren't necessarily. Like, there were people who lived in houses that no longer now can live in those houses because the city deemed them unfit to live on the property due to sewage. And then all of a sudden, they're building multi-million dollar apartments apartments and, and, and things like that on top of it. So, there's a lot of sensitivity that goes there because it's, uh, it's a lot of times where it's like, yeah, honestly, for future reference, it probably is a good thing that that happened. But anyways... Uh, we were we went to Chinese buffet, <laughs> but yeah, no, but that, I mean that brings back we didn't have many we didn't have like Japanese restaurants we didn't have those types of things which I know it sounds weird because oh we're such weebs but the yeah. thing is though is that these because this kind of gave us a step into that world and I remember that was around the same time that I started watching Toonami. Uh, I I got into my very first like deep dive anime and that was D- Dragon Ball Z and uh, I got Budokai the game and I played through it and I, that was basically the all the way up into the cell saga. And you know, it was those types of things that kind of led me to where, I mean, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh before on WB kids. And, what about Yu Yu Hakusho? Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho was a show. Uh, I believe it showed up on, uh, yes, it did show up. I remember specifically showing up on, uh, on there. So like those types of things. Um, I just want to name off a few shows here, see if we can spark some memories. Uh, Roroni Kenshin. See, I, I never got into it. I loved me you some Roroni Kenshin. It and I went to sleep. It was great. It came on right at the tail end of the show. I used to love Roroni Kenshin. I still do. I love I love it. Uh, Dragon Ball GT. Well, I loved I mean, it. GT is... I, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but my favorite... Oh, I okay. love GT. Let's calm down. I, GT has a huge soft spot in my heart, but... Step into the like, grand tour. But yeah, I mean, great intro. A Dragon Ball GT, yeah, great theme song. But it's Dragon Ball Z, too, still better. GT is not I canon, know, but it is. Uh, Cody would argue with me for years that it was canon. We mentioned we mentioned it a few episodes ago. If uh, you're now listening to this in chronological order, uh, Bo 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 Bo. I I mean I'm a huge fan of Bo 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 Bo. You know all the bows. I just loved how zany and different it was. Like an anime, but it was like let's add in like God, like just zany like it was almost like a very westernized anime in the sense where they were like kind of like all the main characters were like none of them were really like japanese or anything they're all like really no culture tied to them they're all just like like bubble bo's whole premise was like i'm this big buff guy with a yellow afro and i'm here to kill you with my nose hairs <laughs> and it was just like this very like macho attitude like you i i had never seen it again this like 2005 2006 but i had never seen an anime but uh no, I, I loved it. I attached to Bubble Bow immediately. Um, another one, uh, he, so 
uh, IGPX. Do you guys remember that? Yes, I do. They like raced around right. a circular track. Found out robots. that was actually created by the. That was not created. It was created for Toonami. Oh. It was yeah. one of the few shows that was actually created for Toonami <laughs> and not just something they syndicated. Um, throwing out so outside of outside of anime. Uh, does anybody remember Megas XLR? Yes, I do. Oh. Giant fire, not a uh, big rig, flaming truck, man. And they turned into a robot, and then you what had the hell. You had the dude that looked like Larry the Cable Guy with his emo friend and <laughs> some chick. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I had. I don't. Think oh, dude. I've ever heard of it this was, show? It was such a good show. I remember it came out in like oh four oh five, and uh, it was just a really really good show. Um, Back going back to uh, earlier days, do you guys remember Beast Wars, the Transformers? Yes, yeah. fuck yes. <laughs> I I don't love Beast Wars. I don't know how you remember it because it came on literally before you were born. They had reruns. No, they got me like a VHS like of right. some of the episodes, and I watched it like repeatedly. And then finally, like when I got access to internet on the website of Hasbro, they had every episode. Oh wow! And I watched it all. Yeah, no. Love it. I remember that used to come on like not on Toonami. This is this is going off Toonami, yeah. but it used to come on TV, and I used to I used to watch that shit yeah. constantly. And it was a shitty animation. I know, quality. but it was just, it was it just was so, so bad. It was so fun though, like because I remember I tried to show it to my friend. He's like, "This is boring." I'm like, "I don't know what you're fucking talking about." <laughs> but then looking back, on it, I was like, "Oh yeah, the animation was kind of boring and just basic." But I was like, it was just so interesting. Man, I, I, I wish I still had all those Transformers I had as a kid. Transformers, Beast Wars, every time we'd go to the store, I would always get a Transformer from Beast Wars. And those beasts, like, I, I love them so much. Gosh, I remember, too, Free Comic Book Day. First time I came over here, one of the free comic books I got was a Beast Wars comic. Mm. And it was like, it was, but it was like uh, a different version of it. it was, I th- gosh, it had like more like tons and tons of different characters like more that wasn't in the show and i remember getting it and it was like my prized possession i would read it like repeatedly all the time because i loved it so much um so yeah, i did that with barney <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, Teletubbies. that makes sense um uh teen titans Oh, and yeah, not wow. Teen Titans Go. I mean, We're I talking love... about like legit Teen one. Titans. Well, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Everybody shits on Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go is legitimately is... good. The episode where they make fun of Young Justice was so good. The... I'm just saying, if it didn't have the Teen Titans logo and it was just different characters other than Teen Titans, then it's I not think... Teen Titans Go. Yeah, I was about to say. Then it's just, I'm just Go. Saying, it ruins it for me because I'm yeah. thinking of the old Teen Titans and how oh, much God. awesome and badass it was. I mean, yeah, and not this tooting yeah. booty, shaking booty shit. Oh come on, that's angry. fucking hilarious. I hate that stuff so. What's much. What's great about Teen Titans Go is because you know, like, there's a lot of the same people that work on Teen Titans Go that worked on Teen Titans. I know. I and, don't know what the happened to them. But it's did so, they take depression pills? It's or something? so it's so funny because they make fun about Teen Titans getting canceled all the time in like within the show they're like teen titans season six coming never and it's so good <laughs> yeah it's you so know, good. but no teen titans was awesome like, I, I i i remember one of my more memorable moments was tara from <clears throat> teen titans the the <clears throat> the person who could like move stuff i loved her so much just because she could throw like giant rocks, rocks around yeah. and things i was like you know what i'm gonna name my pokemon ruby when i first got pokemon ruby i was like I'm gonna name my character Tara, and that's the that's why your character was named reason. Tara. Yeah, I uh, never knew yeah. that because I named Aww. her I named her after, and then I also named I had a, I got a septile or a, a what is it what is it? 
Trico oh, yeah. and named it uh, Goku, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. um, you had oh. that Goku septile for years. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you still have it. It's, but it's probably, it's probably like in the bank or Cole something. Cole probably deleted it. No, no, I remember, <laughs> I remember whenever we did like a, that huge Pokemon battle, I remember yeah, battling against you. Well, I, I changed it. He deleted uh, it. Cole also used to, <laughs> excuse me, Cole probably deleted it. He he had a habit of taking my Pokemon over, my older game's Pokemon over to his new game. And he's like, oh yeah, I reset everything. It was so, oh I God. kept the Pokemon. You reset your shiny Luc- Riolu slash Lucario. I remember that. That yeah. you got from an egg in Diamond. Yeah. Do you not feel any depression from that? <laughs> I do. I, I'm mad that I did it. I regret it every day of past. my life. What am I going to do? Mope about it every day? That would be incredible would. if you moped about a shiny Lucario a decade later. Why not? That's what, Diamond was 2007, 2008? Like a whole decade, you're like, oh, I could have the best shiny Lucario in the and damn he, it world. Wasn't, he didn't get it in 2007, 2008. He definitely got it in, like, what, 2010, 2011? Nah. I feel please. like Cole played it at the same time we played it, and we got it when it was brand new. going back in the old, old, old house when we were still next to our grandma. I remember on the front porch going and outside and saying, I got, I got this. Oh, okay. Uh, it was, yeah, it was when they still played baseball um, when he got it. Uh, and I didn't watch... Oh, do y'all remember the Justice League show that was on there, Justice too? Justice League. Uh, ju- I loved the, it. The regular one, and then there was Justice League Unlimited. Loved him. I used I, to love I, Hot Girl, and I don't know why I loved Hot Girl so much. Her in name's Hot Girl? Kind of a, Hawk Girl, yeah. Uh, Hawk, there's Hot Girl, Hawk. and then there's Hot Guy. I don't know what the fuck his name is. But I remember I liked her, too, but then whenever like Justice League Unlimited came out, gosh, I don't, at some point... Like, if you've watched the show, she betrays the Justice League, and I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. And uh, I did not watch this, but Samurai Jack. Oh, I mean, love Samurai Jack. I didn't Jack. like yeah, it as a fucking kid. loved yeah, it. I love Samurai Jack. I Even like the new season was The new I mean, season's so fantastic. good. I was not a fan of it. I wasn't a fan of the art style when I was a kid. But, I, I mean, that doesn't it. mean it was I was bad. terrified of Aku as a kid. I thought Aku it was like a giant demon. Um... Well, he was. Like. So, as we know, uh, Toonami was absorbed into Adult Swim uh, after an April Fool's joke a few years ago. Toonami, or Adult Swim was like, oh, do you like it? Let's, you know, let's watch and tell us what you think. And uh, they said they went up to like, there was like 1.4 million people were watching Adult Swim whenever Toonami came on. I even watched it. It was incredible. It was an incredible turnout, which allowed them to do Saturdays where they would just do uh, anime for On Adult Swim, which is amazing. I even remember part of the lineup for that night. It was Catherine Sins, Dead Man Wonderland. Oh, fuck. After it came back? Yeah. As soon as it came back. We didn't even talk about Naruto and Bleach before. Like Naruto and Bleach was on there for years before it got canceled. Gosh, when did Toonami get canceled again? I remember when he got he was left. He said, "Remember, stay golden." See, that's the thing too. It's so sad. I just remember (laughs) too, like around the time because I remember when I came to Alabama, I still watched it. I remember like talking about it with my friends, and none of them, all of them, sucked because they didn't know anything about it. And by the way, Bleach was not on Toonami. It was on Adult Swim. Yeah, it was way too. Was Naruto on Adult Swim? Naruto was was, on Adult Swim and Toonami. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so uh, basically what ended up happening after Toonami went away, Adult Swim was like, it basically picked up the remains. Uh, it tried to pick up as much of the remains as possible of the more highly anticipated shows that were on there. From what I could understand, I don't know the full story behind it. I wasn't paying attention during that part of my life. Um, but after Adult Swim came back, I did not know. So, of course. After Toonami came back. After Toonami came back and Adult Swim sucked, sucked them in and absorbed them, um, like Kirby. 
<laughs> they uh, an uh, Adult Swim used to have Inuyasha on, but they incorporated Inuyasha into Toonami. Basically, Inuyasha anything, used to come on every single day at like five thirty a.m. It's, it was like three a.m. and five thirty a.m. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night with my TV on to the to the you know to the sound the Japanese sounds that were that that were so inherent. It would in Inuyasha. be Inuyasha and then uh, home videos. Yeah, home videos yeah. was another great show, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Post Adult Swim, I didn't know if you guys know this. Helsing was yep. uh, is now a part of their line, or was a part of their lineup. Yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, yeah. and they're coming starting in July 29th. Uh, on <clears> July 29th, the newest thing, the next thing of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure starts. Yeah, Stardust um, Crusaders, One Punch Man, Sword Art Online. So all of these animes that are typical, like popular within our realms, uh, they basically are getting syndicated for. Toonami now. Yeah. Like, Toonami's got a full up lineup. And like, uh, I no longer see, I don't know about you guys, but I always saw Toonami as like an anime sl- sampler. It was, here's what's out there. Go find it. Yeah. It, yeah. it was one of those things, because I remember when Toonami came back, they're like, yeah, it's definitely a sampler because like the first episode of One Piece that came on Toonami after Toonami came back was like episode probably like 300 and something. And they were, and. It was like right when uh, Frankie's joining the crew. I thought it was. Oh yeah, because when Luffy and Usopp. Yeah, had it's to when. Fight. Yeah, Luffy and Usopp. Spoilers. Uh, well, like <laughs> decade old spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> but it's one of those weird things. I like even as a kid, I was like, man, I wonder where like I can watch this stuff more often. Because again, I mean, like Naruto and Bleach and all that. I was like, where like at like when we were kids, there was no. I sound like an old man. There was no Crunchyroll, but like <laughs> there dude, wasn't. There, I mean, but there legitimately wasn't, and like I wasn't a smart enough kid to yeah. illegally download anime like, four hundred four. Anime, <laughs> like anime and shit. Yeah. I did. I did find a lot of my anime not uh, necessarily with the most moral reasons behind it. I was yeah. I got like a lot of, kind of hentai. Hold on, let me rephrase this for a second. <laughs> Wait, I, I did not fuck? illegally download, but I definitely did not legally watch. Um, well, yeah, used, there used to be streaming sites because I remember. Uh, when Toonami was, like, getting through the rest of Naruto, I remember I, I just happened to be on the computer in this way before I had my own computer, and I was reading, and I kept reading about this thing called Naruto sh- uh, Shippuden Shippuden, however you want to pronounce it. I was like, what is this? And I watched the first episode of it. I'm like, they're all older! Because this yeah. is before I had in my head, I knew what, like, that time skips in anime were, like, a common trope. But, like, I was like, they're all, like two years older and like oh here's all your favorite naruto characters just doing wacky shenanigans (laughs) and uh and like i said i i always saw it as a tanami as tanami as an anime sampler it gave me it gave me an opportunity to watch things i normally wouldn't and be able to expand because if it wasn't for tanami i wouldn't probably i may may not be into anime like i am today oh yeah or or enjoy it as quite as much as i can to, i i do today um of course i did watch Yu Gi Oh. wb kids did a lot for me uh with Oh, yeah. pokemon yeah really um, what do you Johnny think about Digi- that digimon uh, oh digimon was my shit when i was same. a kid i love digimon but go ahead oh like i feel like wb kids was like because i mean we watched that when we were like kid kids like you know five six seven uh eight years old but it was like Pokemon and it was Yu-Gi-Oh! And like, I feel like there was one more anime on there, but I don't remember exactly what it was. But I feel like that's kind of like what... Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! Hakusho was on there as well. Uh, probably at one point, but... It... Pro- yeah, it probably was at one point, I don't remember. But I like that was kind of like the thing that led me to Toonami, because again, I like Dragon Ball Z, but then I remember seeing stuff like, again, because this would have been like 2006, 2007, whatever, and then like Naruto and Bleach was coming on, and I was like, oh, this is... 
like oh that Jackie Chan show I just remember that oh Jackie Chan Adventures yeah yeah that was really good but no but like that kind of led me into that I'm like this is just so much different than I mean obviously Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon aren't necessarily anime because they're entirely too westernized or whatever but like as a kid you're like this is cool and then like when you see your first like big fight in like Bleach you're like why is it Spongebob doing this <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know and it's funny too because it's like gosh I remember my dad my dad's really conservative if anybody, if anybody doesn't know, my dad's super conservative. But I remember one day, he just like, hey, Wenzel, like, after, like, after the fact, like, I've already seen, like... Here's your own Zompok toe. Well, no, he was like, <laughs> like, Wenzel, have you ever seen Cowboy Bebop? Bebop! Cowboy Bebop! Cowboy Bebop. Beep, beep. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, Dad. He's like, I love the music in there, Wenzel. It's a really good anime. And, like, I'm like, where is this coming from? And, like, my dad, like, saw it. When I was young, but never ever thought to introduce it to me. And then I remember one time I was watching uh, Godzilla VHS, and one of the um, trailers in there was for an anime, Neon Genesis Evangelion. And my dad was like, "Winslow, that looks cool. We need to watch that." And that's and how I got introduced to that. And then he saw the weird comatose nut scene. <laughs> Did he see that? Uh, probably. No, he hasn't okay. Seen that. He doesn't need to see that. He doesn't see that, but. Keep that away from your father at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At the end of the day, uh, I, I I know for my own personal f- sake, um, while I'm not watching Toonami now uh, because I've moved on to bigger and greater pastures such as uh, Crunchyroll, Crunchy Crunchy Roll. <clears throat> but uh, it, that I don't believe Toonami is – I think Toonami was for me, but I don't believe Toonami is no, is no longer for me. It's for all the I'm kids. I'm very thankful for Toonami because if – I didn't watch it. I would probably be into that weird girly anime where it's nothing but titties. I'm not a fan of that now. I'm mostly an action-packed fighting <laughs> anime guy now. Thanks to I mean, we're all we're all shonen boys. Yeah, yeah. When, it, when it comes That's down to it. But you know, uh, I'm very thankful for what it did for me. What it comes to, especially with the adult. Uh, we'll get into adults in a moment, but definitely, it definitely fueled that next step and that next step was adult swim anime the anime that came up on adult swim except that good for good shit my god um so i guess we're gonna segue in adult swim now does everybody feel okay with that go yeah. ahead Wenzel. yeah beep boop us oh, in he's there. smoking a big cowboy beep boop us in there oh no i mean i wasn't gonna say anything but now that i think about whip? it <laughs> no, that was uh, me driving a, a truck oh i was just gonna say like you know it was just so good and i loved it so much without even knowing and that I remember around the time, you know, 2008 or 2007, whenever it went off, I remember that's the time I stopped watching it. I didn't realize, oh, because it was canceled. Man, I, I thought they were just signing off for the night. You know, I was going to exactly. segue into Adult Swim, but let's talk about this a little bit more. Because I'm, <laughs> I am very interested. Because, like, do you guys, are you guys not surprised at how much you love the shows that you did while also skipping a fuck ton of episodes at yeah. a time. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I do that with uh, Dragon Ball Super now. I do not watch films. <laughs> I mean, it's just so crazy how how many episodes that I either missed, didn't watch, skipped, etc. Just because of the how how it was such a because anime is meant to be a serial. It's meant to be you watch one after the other, and that's what anime is about. Um, there are some gaps in the shonens with the filler, but for the most part. Anime spent meant to go one one through thirteen, and then you're done. If you miss one episode, you miss a big battle. Yeah, you miss like a huge dead. plot point or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And yeah. so, what the hell happened, guys? I think it's crazy today that we still fell in love with anime <laughs> despite uh, Toonami. I mean, it's not Toonami's fault. It's just the name of the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't go in like I mean, 
I don't know how Toonami was when it first launched, because, again, I was just a wee child. But, like, I'm sure they didn't just say, we're going to show episode one of all these anime, and then we're going to show episode two of all these no, anime. No, they didn't. No, they just went right in the I middle. Mean, They're like, I, we're going to show them the good shit. I was looking at Voltron uh, 84, which is this documentary which is on Netflix, and it's sort of a pseudo-documentary where they'll, they'll have commentary from the people who are making the current Voltron attached to the old Voltron and why they... Uh, why they love this particular episode and they just play all the episodes out of order and uh, you don't know what the really fuck because kids aren't like looking for what the fuck is going on story-wise they're looking at like who's killing who today yeah. who's marrying who like i was watching the voltron 84 it was an episode where the where the the princess uh i've never seen voltron before so oop, i'm about to piss people off but where the princess is getting captured to get married it's just some crazy shit happens and mm-hmm. uh it's just totally outside of it. just voltron comes with like oh i'm saving the day yeah and so like there is in those older shows there was an overarching story but when you look at each episode that could probably stay on their own kind of like power rangers in a way um but another thing i wanted to mention especially around uh toonami was um i'm blanking uh, I'm mad. I, I Why so, isn't Super Saiyan 4 so, Goku a thing? I have, a, I have something to say about Voltron too. I remember when I first moved here, I watched it every night because it came on on Boomerang, I think, or something. I remember watching it every night, and I remember I got, I was like, oh, this is cool. But at the end of each episode, when Voltron fights a monster, just know he wins automatically. Like, there's no continuation like of him fighting that monster. It's literally he cuts it in half with his blazing sword and that's it. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, kind of like I like Cody said like Power Rangers. And that, and that's another reason why also my dad every time he talks about it, he's like I hate that show. <laughs> <laughs> no, one thing I want to say about Toonami character development. Cuz I mean, <laughs> not that cowboy people. <laughs> no, but like one thing I want to say about Toonami is I mean, I don't know if I can speak for anybody here, but like I don't know if me and Cody would have ever been like as good friends, I mean, as we are without the anime, because yeah, I mean, we bond like we bonded at first. Uh, I met Cody when I was nine; he was eleven, and like we like bonded over Pokemon. But like nobody, like we would have never been able to have conversations about like the stuff we did, or like I'm gonna go way deep here, and like we, like we created a whole world, like the, the elementals, and like we wouldn't have been able it was to all based on like it was all based off anime. anime. But and, like, and we did that shit for like two years. Excuse wow. me. Elementals are forever. Which, <laughs> Elementals are forever. God, which is fucking crazy because I think about people who like who like didn't grow up watching anime or sorry didn't grow up, but technically they did because I'm pretty sure everybody everybody has seen Dragon Ball, Yukio, Pokemon, or something. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of crazy when I think about people who are like, oh yeah, I'm not into anime. It's like, are you really not? I know it's so funny because like I remember I had friends in high school like some like I don't know how would we get on the subject, but I'd be like, yeah. I'd like I watched Dragon Ball Z as a kid a lot. They're like Dragon Ball Z was my shit, but they're not the type to be like, oh, have you seen the you know like they they don't even go as deep in the bubble as like have you seen the new My Hero or One or, Punch Man or yeah. anything. But they're like Dragon Ball Z was my shit. It was my favorite show as a kid. But none of them ever really like dove deeper. Yeah. I, in a way, they were all just like Dragon Ball is cool, and I think Dragon Ball Z is the pinnacle. Yeah. And that's kind of it. Yeah. Like, which, I'm, why would I watch something that's worse than Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> and it's funny, too, because I remember recently, like, I got some people to watch One Punch Man, and they're yeah. all like... This recently? Is... No, well, sorry. I shouldn't say recently. Last year, I got some oh, people, okay. like, like my uh, brother-in-law, Brandon. Yeah. I was like, hey, you know, um, do you want to watch this show called One Punch Man? Because they started, like, the... Because, um... you know, they made the English dub for Toonami. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, do you yeah. want to watch this? 
And he was like, sure. And he was like, Wenzel, this is amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, you're welcome. That's the thing. Like, you can, you can never, like... And when you think about the marketing strategy of Toonami, of they want to show... They wanted to show – well, I guess it was probably more oriented for teenagers if I had to guess. But, like, we were just all little babies when it came on. But the fact that they showed Dragon Ball – like, stuff like Dragon Ball Z was genius. Because imagine, like, throwing a show on there that's, like, erased. Oh, shit. Like, nobody oh, would have been yeah. in the anime if the first anime they ever watched was erased. They were like, yeah, that was a cool episode of uh, Law and & Order. <laughs> yeah. They're like, and they went back in time. That Gosh, was and crazy if you haven't- shit. Erased. If you haven't seen really it, good yeah. If you haven't, oh seen yeah, it, I would, watch I it. would recommend it for sure. But Gosh. like, even like thinking of like nine year old Tanner, that couldn't have held like yeah, nine year old Tanner's no, attention no. span. You know what did though? Well, oh, Kamehameha! That well, was well, good shit. Well, that's weird too because actually, when I was nine, I loved watching Law and Order. That is weird. Well, All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> adult Swim. Okay, so let's go on an Adult Swim. So again, I should say that both of these are similar. Uh, they they're actually of the same studio. Um, and based in Atlanta, by the way. I didn't know if anybody knew that. Yep. Um, I did. I did. So Adult Swim launched in September 2nd of 2001, and uh, from Captain Christian's video, he did, like I said, if you guys have never heard of Captain Christian, both with K's, Captain and Christian, uh, you need to go watch his videos, his video essays, particularly on Adult Swim and Toonami. Both are really good. I really have a soft spot for the Adult Swim one, though. Um, And so uh, something that's more important in this aspect is understanding that, like, uh, Adult Swim was meant to be a block of TV uh, for late night. It was not meant for kids. It was after the kids went to bed and the adults were staying up to, to get an hour of alone time together or an hour alone time for themselves. It was not meant for kids at all. And I think Captain Christian said something very important in there and said, we weren't sleeping. Uh, we were on to sleep. And I think that's kind of cool because uh, I feel like a lot of what Adult Swim is today um, or what Adult Swim has done for us today has given us given us culture, internet culture. I think that Adult Swim is literally the seed of um, much of the humor and kind of I don't want to say oh god I hate saying this meme culture. Well, see, I was gonna say that, and it kind of is in a way because even now you think about like your most popular YouTube channels. I would say eight out of ten of them say oh a huge inspiration for me or for us was like Adult Swim and like some of that brand of humor they bought either in their live at like Tim and Eric, for example, or like, like Cowchop, for example, does like the beatbox bumpers. They totally ripped that idea from Adult Swim. That's an Adult Swim idea. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's like, it's like all these 20 and 30 somethings have been influenced for a decade now by Adult Swim and it's kind of like insane or longer than a decade, I guess. So moving on uh, to understanding. So it's a lot, September 2nd, 2001. Just nine days before uh, September 11th, um, if anybody didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, uh, from 2001 to 2003, uh, this era was known as the swimming pool era. Do you guys remember the swimming pool era? I sort of oh, do. I, do. I don't think I've ever heard it referred yeah. to as the so it's swimming called, pool era. It's called the swimming pool era because they always they had these little clips with these like cool little jazzy type beats. Oh, like, Oh, and yeah. uh, people, and it had, had like a retro filter of like people just swimming in a pool or like by pools or, or it was I mean, sort I remember like a no bumpers. diving signs and things like that. Those were the bumps. Yeah. Right. And so those. I, I guess I never knew it was this, called the swimming pool era. Yeah. And so apparently these, each of these eras is based on the bumps. And so technically in Toonami, those, the Tom and the Molar, whatever his name is, Moltar, whatever. Moltar. Yeah. Um, those are those are bumps as well, but in, but in Adult Swim, these are much more defined because of th- those those bumps were different. 
Um, 2001-2003 was the swimming pool era, and uh, during this time period, um, Adult Swim aired their own uh, TV shows. It's the shows that they themselves produced. And these shows were produced through uh, a process. Um, uh, so basically, Turner Television, which is the which is the father company of Cartoon Network, they uh, they had acquired Hanna, the Hanna Barbera collection from the '60s, and so those cartoons were then repurposed. Uh, into this adult type shows. You had Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Uh, you had shows like um, uh, Harvey C- Birdman, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, C Lab Twenty Twenty One. Um, I'm trying to see if I can see any more right here. Aqua Teen Hunger Force was another one. The Brack Show. Um, <laughs> ah, yeah. Aqua Teen Hunger Force and The Brack Show were both direct spinoffs from Space Ghost, Coast to Coast as well. And so uh, The Brack Show, I loved The Black Brack Show growing up, but it went to went pretty fast uh from 2003 to 2014 is the most known era and that is the era of the black and white intertidal era oh, yeah. and that's where you had the black and white words pop up talking to you and having a conversation that's still with you. a thing though uh I, I, now it's... but now they they i mean obviously back then they had like the, the they also had like bumps and stuff but like that was the most known thing like if you watch adult swim now they yes they still do the the black background white letters but there's also just a lot more like Here's 35 second sample of some hip hop beat, and, and they just play that, and then go to commercials. Actually, the new era is called the landscape pan yeah. era. Yeah, yeah, they show a bunch of mountains and shit. Yeah, yeah, and so they they actually they 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 want it to be more of a peaceful thing, um, and a lot of things that they did with their bumps, they they would promote shows, they would make social commentary. Yeah. A lot of times they would make political commentary. It literally was like the guy who. Instead, so imagine if uh, Tanner was my boss and I was like, hey, Tanner, what if I said this on air? And Tanner was like, eh, no, or yes. Instead of me coming to Tanner, it was like Tanner, the boss, was at the helm and was like, I can say whatever the fuck I want because I'm here. <laughs> and that's what it was like. Um, and that was that was amazing because it felt very personal. It felt like they were talking to you. And it still, I mean, it still feels like that. It's not mm-hmm. like Adult Swim has lost that feeling, but it's also kind of, it's kind of in the way aging with its audience where it's like, you know, sometimes like people just want to go to sleep. So like, like I remember when adult or when adult swim ends, like now it plays like this peaceful little, like good morning and like blah, blah, blah. And then it goes into like teen Titans go. I think that's the first yeah, thing that comes yeah. on, but it, it's just like this peaceful, like little sun, uh, sunrise. And it's, I mean, again, super Zen, super peaceful. It used but to be creepy as shit. Though. Yeah. Yeah. When adult <laughs> swim used to end, it used to be creepy as shit. I mean, when yeah. you think about some of the stuff adult swim has done over the years, like with their viral marketing, I mean, too many cooks. Does anybody? I mean, I like that. I remember when that came out, they were like, "Yeah, we just randomly showed this six-minute thing in the middle of the night for no reason, no yeah. advertisement, no advertisement. Sad. It was just a six-minute too many cooks thing." And like I remember the first time watching again, too many cooks was what two years ago, three years ago, whatever. Yeah, I remember watching it. I'm just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, yeah. th- I mean, it was creepy. I it mean, it's terrifying. Um, so they did have the, so they had their original programming, but they also did syndication, uh, but I also want to talk about their bumps. They also did death tributes, which I totally forgot about, like, but they did, tri- like, this is only a few. They did a lot of death tributes of the years, but they did one to Johnny Cash, John Ritter, Randy Savage, Andy Griffith, Steve Jobs, Gary Coleman. What did they do by, what do you mean by death tributes? Like, they just showed, like, in, a picture In the bumps, of them? they would sit there and say, rest in peace, and they would just, oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. when they died, they would just say, rest in peace, and that's what you saw in between the commercials. And yeah. they would just or be dead the quiet. I think I remember it just being dead quiet. And it was. It was yeah. just re- it was just silence and stuff like that. So that was really cool. But they did have the original TV shows, and I do want to go into some of those. Aqua Teen Hunger Force, we talked about Brack Show, Harvey Birdman. Home Movies was a big, 
was one of those that was just it was poorly drawn. Uh, C Lab 2021. I absolutely love the Bizarro episode. If anyone knows the Bizarro episode, Bizarro, it is amazing. It was like a weird chicken thing, helping everything. It is one of my favorite and most memorable moments of my childhood. It literally, I would say that that was probably one of the pinnacle moments of shifting my humor was whenever I watched that Bizarro episode. Um, he humps people randomly. It's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I promise it's, it's, it's the greatest comedy bit of all time. You had uh, Space Goes Coast to Coast. Uh, Tom Goes to the Mayor. Uh, Tim and Eric. Oh, I got, remember that too. Tom goes to Mary. It was had that like blue and white kind of drawing type thing. It was very Tim and Eric. Yeah, crude, odd, weird, but also had this loose structure. I think that was one of the first Tim and Eric things to actually hit. Uh, hit it big. Um, there's a show that jo- Jonathan particularly likes called Moral Oral. Oh, I love uh, Moral. I Always I had a moral. Specifically, the one where he sold his pee. <clears throat> it is a very dark and depressing show. Uh. I mean, one th- I totally forgot. Robot Chicken yeah, uh, was Seth chicken. Gre- gave Seth Green some life over there after yeah. post uh, Family Guy. Well, it's it's crazy because I think we talked about. I can't remember if we talked about it before the podcast or on the podcast a couple or yeah a couple weeks ago at this point. But like Family Guy would not exist now if it right. wasn't for Adult Swim because Adult Swim got those uh, broadcasting syndication rights uh, after Fox canned it, and then like DVD sales and viewership were so high, Fox was like. Let's bring this back. But then I remember even for a few years, uh, Adult Swim, like, it used to be Peter, and it showed it in this Captain Christian video where Peter will be like, we're about to show you stuff that, like, those pansies at Fox won't let up, like, yeah, let you and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it would be like an uncut, uncensored version of Family Guy right. would come on Adult Swim for years. And I, I would imagine, I don't know if Family Guy, well, yeah, Family Guy still comes on. Mm-hmm, they yep. still come on. Night. And uh, so... Uh, also, I'm going to name The Boondocks. Great show. Great yeah. show. Uh, Assy McGee, where it was a little ass. Just that made ass. me uncomfortable. He was, just, he was just a butt, just yeah. shooting people. Just shooting people. Uh, Super Jail, which was I in their... Super Jail. Which is in their weird years, where they went into this like psychedelic sort of era, where it was just full of crude, very, very odd humor. Yeah. Um, you had Tim and Eric, awesome show. Great job, which is one of cult service shows. Uh, and, of course, Metal Rick. Apocalypse. Oh. Metalocalypse too, Rick and Morty. I didn't name them all here because again, I just kind well, of we'd be here forever. Well, yeah. Uh, but when we go to the syndicated shows, shows that we all remember, this includes anime. You have Family Guy, Dragon Ball Super, American Dad, King of the Hill, Inuyasha, Cowboy Bebop, The Oblongs. Do you remember the Oblongs? Oblongs. Oblongs. Down in the valley where the chemicals fill. That's, that's copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, Trigon, The Big O. Uh, which, by the way, Adult Swim produced the Big O two. Uh, they actually did it for themselves, so it's actually mm-hmm. their own. There is a Big O two out there. I'm not really sure, but it was it was produced by them. Full Metal Alchemist, great show. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion or Evangelion, whatever. Mm-hmm. Samurai Champloo and One Punch Man. These are all shows that people love. And uh, I was just going to mention that those adult animes. That was the piece of the puzzle that. That I think that Toonami missed a lot of times was they would show these shoot 'em up, blast 'em like with a with a Kamehameha wave. Well, you can't really show that to children. Yeah, right. And you can't show some of these older things to children. But whenever, but they of course they those were the this Adult Swim's anime were the next step. But those anime didn't come on because they were considered even more adult than like the Oblongs or Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. Those were shown post midnight. A lot of times. And isn't it weird that people think those things are childish, which is like, you know, they're not meant to be for children. They're meant to be for adults. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, most 
I would say, especially most shonen stuff, like, I mean, there's, like, even when you think about it, a ton of blood in, like, Dragon Ball Z and, again, like, Naruto and Bleach. And murder. And stuff and One Piece. Yeah, and stuff like that. But I remember, like, I remember when One Piece used to come on at, like, 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Like, all of that shit was cut out. And then I remember, do you guys remember the One Piece, the pirate rap? That was the intro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just, like, his name is Zoro, you know, dressed like a samurai. And yeah, it was... And Incredible. I think but. it comes down to a lot of the times, uh, especially with those, is the atmosphere of the show. Like with Dragon Ball Z, it was even though Goku was blowing people up or things like that, it had a there was no true death. Yeah. There he was, was no happy go lucky. Like it was happy go lucky. But then you have something like Cowboy Bebop where people actually fucking died, and it was gruesome. It was no Dragon Balls. It was it was more close. And then Samurai Champloo, which had, and, and that was the other thing. Samurai Champloo had amazing music. But something amazing about about Adult Swim is that Adult Swim became it, it did not it started as something to use up some time slots and kind of geared towards adult. But once it started taking off, really, it got into the hands of those, and it went wild. Um, and uh, it really pulled out like musical artists, yeah, where people could just send in their music and I'm like, hey, say. send us your fucking shit. And uh, you have Killer Mike, Flying Lotus, Odd Future, MF Doom. All those types of people. There's a, probably a lot of others that I'm totally missing. And uh, they actually, on their website, they have top five singles of the week or top five singles of the month now on their website that you can go and listen to of these yeah. brand new artists. Well, aren't they also a publishing company now? Right. Yeah, William Street's Records. And uh, right now they're doing that whole thing of like, uh, gosh, Adult Swim singles. But this time they used to only do it for the summer. Now they're doing it for 52 weeks, like the entire year. And oh, they're, wow. and like every, like all these different artists are like putting new singles out through adult swim. Right. Like it's crazy. It's like, amazing. Yeah. It's amazing that uh, adult swim has become this. And the thing is though, is that the sh- the songs all share this like really cool chill. And it, there is something, there's something in, I think it's in literature or in media in general. It's something called the midnight city vibe or something like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's a mysterious dark city type vibe type thing. Yeah. It's a legit thing. And they really play on it. They should like these that TV is me. shows. That's what I'm going to be. The these, midnight city. These in <laughs> these anime that they show, these music artists, they show, they tap into this sort of midnight, sort of like drive through the city type sounds and feelings, uh, almost like the loneliness of the city type thing. Yeah. And I really like that about Yeah, them. I love that. It's because it's like, like at night sometimes, whenever it's like late at night, I just like to, I don't know, just sit there, have something to eat, and just watch it and just have that feeling of like alone in the city. Yeah. You know? It's, it's such like a, and Adult Swim always did a great job of this, where you, like, again, with their bumps, like, it's just so peaceful. It's like, you're like, you know, like, I know I have shit to do tomorrow, but right now at just 1.30 a.m., I am completely relaxed. Yeah. And it's, it's such a, a great feeling. But no, one thing about Adult Swim that we haven't even mentioned, they're, like, totally, a, a, like, a game developer now. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their own games. Yeah, right. and, like, all those games are, like, really good. Like, uh, Duck, like, take Duck Game, for example. That game, like, caught fire. I heard, uh, what was it, that one game, Headlopper or whatever, where, like, you play as a head and you try to get attached to new boxes. I heard that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I... I Rick and Morty games. Yeah. Oh. Rick and Morty in general has become a sensation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they had, like, Rick and... Just take Rick and Morty, which is a tiny piece of the Adult Swim uh, puzzle, that they had... They did, like, the whole truck tour. It's insane. Where they were driving the, the Rick van all over the place, and, like, uh... Oh my God, Dan Harmon and all of them—they just did like a whole like two-hour panel, and that's where they revealed like, "Hey, Rick and Morty season three drops on like July 30th," and it's like just—I don't know—probably 150, 200 people in the room. 
but they're, I mean, they literally just sit there and bullshit for two. It would be like somebody coming to see us live and it was just like, well, we kind of don't know what to do. <laughs> so let's just do some random shit. And like Dan Harmon's there, like writing a script for a Rick and Morty character. And he's like, let's make a new character, huh? <laughs> and like, it goes to the audience. Like, what should the species be? It, like, it's so great. And Adult Swim's always done that good or like a great job of like breaking down barriers where it doesn't feel like it's like you, a thousand middlemen or a thousand middlemen creator. It's like you and Adult Swim and creator, like, are kind of like this being of your own especially yeah. now in the age of social media it feels like it's so easy it's ex- to get in contact adult swim is an experience and uh captain christian himself said you can't get that with netflix and i totally agree with that I, you can't get that feeling of connection with your with you instead of feeling like you're another person watching your community it's yeah. almost like the only example i can think of that is a television forum board where you are a part of the voice yeah. and um I think it's amazing. I, th- and, I just uh, wish it was possible to have Adult Swim as one thing, like an app like Netflix. Like a channel. Well, like a like a constant channel in the background. I would love to have that, but yeah. in, of course, you know, um, that's a whole different... I wonder story. how something like that would do if Turner was like, you know what, we're taking Adult Swim off Cartoon Network and we're making Adult Swim its own channel. See, I don't know if that would I don't work. Think I don't do think so it would well. work because I feel mm-hmm. like it's just specifically set yeah. for like night feel Like part of the whole aesthetic is that it like Cartoon Network again just shows like and Cartoon Network again it has feels... gotten way better through the past couple of years because they were on the downhill spiral forever. But like Adult Swim is just one of those things that just feels so different. Like especially as a kid you almost feel like kind of a badass for watching it. Yeah. You're like, ooh, blood? Okay, I'm with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, Conan Kid Next Door and don't I, got this. Okay, th- let's go. I feel like the only people, I feel like the people who watch, one of the biggest, you know, people who watch uh, that particular, that watch Adult Swim are kids who are like, ooh, I'm sneaking and watching Adult Swim. And they're just watching shows that they would probably normally watch on like Fox with their parents, but instead they're watching it, you know. Like by themselves. It's By themselves. I don't know how to describe it really, but. But I also think that I, I also think that it makes me wonder, like, this existential loneliness that a lot of people or a lot of like introverted people are feeling. I wonder if Adult Swim had a play in that too. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because I mean, like, you look and like most of the, like when you have an in, and again, I'm not tooting anybody's horn here, but when you get into like in depth conversations about Adult Swim, it's usually kind of more introverted people uh, on in most cases, but also they lean more to like the creative side where yeah. they see the world like through bright goggles it's, and stuff. It's it's yeah. almost like Adult Swim has definitely it definitely inspires creativity. Um and another thing that they do is they revive. They they are they are for a long time mm-hmm. known as the trash they were the trash bin of the TV show world and they revived Family Guy, they revived Cleveland well, I don't know if they revived Cleveland show but they revived They it. definitely they gave they it a place gave it to another life. They gave yeah. it another life to live before passing on. And Futurama, uh, don't forget Futurama. Futurama, yeah, I'm pretty sure. American Dad is still coming on uh-huh. yeah. too. Well, yeah, it still comes on, but no, the whole reason American Dad didn't just straight up get canceled is because again, Fox canceled it, but the viewership was doing so well on Adult Swim, Turner got the rights to it, and now new episodes of American Dad air on TBS. King, what? well, new, ep- yeah. new episodes are also coming on Adult Swim. I thought, like, it's in oh, yeah, but it's nine. like, but new episodes no. come on TBS T- first, T- I think. Yeah, TBS, like, it's like a... They are on Mondays at, like, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Like, prime time. And then, like, every weekday, they'll uh, they'll show Cleveland Show, American Dad, and Family Guy around, like, lunchtime. Yeah. Another thing, uh, King of the Hill? 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I love, King, love of King of the Hill. King of the Hill mm-hmm. is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the last, you know, the last thing I want to talk about is the is definitely the revival. We've talked about it, Toonami. We talked about it a little bit, but the revival of Toonami and how that plays out. Uh, I do believe that Toonami has now found its true home um, because I don't think that it's done anything different. Like Adult Swim hasn't really had to change that much to accommodate Toonami. Well, I feel like one thing that Toonami's doing right now is kind of like the Adult Swim thing. Again, Captain Christian touched on it in his video where like Adult Swim is not meant for permanent homes. It's meant as like a pass-through. Right. Like that's why shows will sometimes just get one like some of your favorite shows ever might get 12 episodes and just be done. That's kind of what Toonami's doing now where Toonami's like we're going to show all these anime but no idea how long we're going to have this lineup. Like just recently Bleach doesn't come on Toonami anymore. Yeah. One Piece doesn't come on Toonami anymore. Like they're making room for these new anime like your One Punch Man yeah. or like They your, are becoming the sampler pa- platter. Yeah, they're com- becoming the sampler platter again and it's good because, you know, for years they just showed – it was so so boring almost. They are like, Dragon Ball Z at 9, Dragon Ball GT at 9.30. We're going to show a whole-ass Death Note movie or whatever. And they even recently they just showed the second season of Attack on Titan. Yeah. They, yeah, they started the second season of Attack on Titan in English on a tsunami before it even finished in Japanese. Yeah, which is like a crazy turnaround time when you think – because, I mean, when you think about the One Piece dub, One Piece dub is, was like – 300 episodes behind the the Japanese version. I think what's happening I think what's happening is that Adult Swim themselves and Toonami themselves because they're basically the same they are the same entity at this point. Yeah. They are recognizing their place in the world in the media sphere because you because they do do they do streams online. They'll actually have streams free they call them free streams where they'll stream their shows for free on certain days they'll do two shows a day and interchange them and um they still even have their little bumps on their website as well right yeah they're understanding their place and understanding that okay the internet has become the place where where you can find the stuff either way and so they're saying okay i mean without social media toonami wouldn't have came back we're gonna give we're gonna give the monetary the the they're funding things that are exciting. They're giving the sample platter with Toonami. They're saying, hey, look, this is out here. Go look it up, kids. Because, you know, a, a six-year-old, or not say six-year-old, an eight-year-old with an iPad can probably find these same videos and play them back on these different websites. And so they realize, okay, our place isn't to give you serials anymore. Our place isn't to give you long-running shows. Our place is to show you, is to inspire and to show what's out there and outside of what's considered normal. And that's to me is exactly where they should be. And I feel like I feel like Rick and Morty kind of breaks that mold because I think it caught fire a little bigger than like anybody expected because right. Rick and Morty comes from a back to the a very crudely drawn back to the future parody. Um And it was so good. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean it was good but and then I mean the, think about it. They premiered it online along with their TV. Like, that's crazy. That's, yeah. that's unprecedented for a TV show to be like, you know what? Online presence. But they've always, like I said, Adult Swim has... Has always been at that forefront. Has been at that forefront. They've always been at the forefront of the digital content of internet culture in general. And I think that's important for them to do that, continually do that. Yeah, so. like Dan Harmon was talking about during that Rick and Morty panel. He was like, yeah, somebody on Twitter asked me the day before we surprised Eric, because that season three premiere was a total surprise. It happened... I think April 1st. April 1st. April 1st. Yeah. And somebody asked him the day before, uh, so when, uh, when, Dan, when are you airing Rick and Morty? Because Dan would always give the answer. It's like, 
uh, it's not done being drawn yet. And then like somebody asked him like, Dan, when when will Rick and Morty be out on March thirty first? And then on April first, he goes, "Fine, just this one time." Like after it aired, and then you know it aired for like three straight <laughs> hours. I think it took over the whole uh, Toonami Adult Swim block. It was on a Saturday. That whole block that night, they just showed that episode. You know, season three, episode one. It's kind of crazy. Like when you think about it, like imagine a network, t like television channel airing their biggest program, season premiere. As a surprise, with no marketing, nothing. <laughs> and and you couldn't do that. I mean, you couldn't do that five years ago. But now it's just like, it's you know what? We'll do it. It'll be fun. Yeah. And, they, and they just did it. And it's just like. It's amazing. And wow. I, I really hope they continue that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, wow. Wow. Lots of memories. We have officially today. been going for an hour about Toonami and Adult Swim. Wow. That's like a. It doesn't even feel like it's been third, an hour. Yeah. I, I was like, I was like, I hope we're getting close to 40 minutes because I was like, I don't know what else we, we literally just hit an hour. Wow. Gosh. So, that's crazy. Like, uh, I mean, no, it, I mean, it just has a special place in yeah, all of our hearts. Very, very underappreciated, it seems. I, it, it does, especially like here. Like where we live, like yeah, you never hear thinking. like people like again when we were all in high school, you never go was like man, Adult Swim is so cool, or like Toonami is so cool. But again, you know everybody in their love mother loved Dragon Ball Z. But anyways, let me get to the plugs. <laughs> you can if you're listening to this, thank you. You can always check us out on SoundCloud, on iTunes, Google Play Music. Review us, leave us a rating, subscribe to us. It helps us out tremendously. You can follow our Instagram at AYCH Podcast. You can follow our Twitter at AYCH Podcast. And you can follow our Twitch yeah. at All You Can Hear. So just tons of different brandings that uh, that you can just follow us on, you know, follow our little adventures again. This is July 31st, so this will be episode 14. So this will be the week before SCI. So, again, on our Instagram, we're going to have tons of pictures of, like, the, 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 all the wrestlers. We may, we may, do, we're doing all One sorts of One of us getting hit. Yeah, somebody getting chopped, maybe. We're doing all sorts of crazy shit. And, uh, as always, I've been Tanner, and you can follow me at Tanner1495. And I'm Colt. You can follow me on Twitter at ColtD88. Almost said Tanner1495. Well, you can do that, too. <laughs> uh, I'm Wenzel. You can follow me on Twitter at Wilkie. And I'm Cody. You can find me right here on AYCH podcast. Yep, time I'm glad you're making that your bit. <laughs> yeah, time to pack them up. I know, it's my favorite bit. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. All right, thanks. Thank you. Ah! Thank-